Warning. The following content contains sounds. It has been shown that some sapiens of the Homo have episodic memory towards some sounds. Therefore, forming a bad reaction to certain sounds. Nevertheless, the sounds we use are only to mock actions and notions, which are, of course, ridiculous. We are not mocking the people who have them. No, no, no. Because you know in time, you may change what you do and change what you think. Having said that, this is correlation sensation. A show where I talk about your mother's mammalian protuberances. Yes, yes. They come in all sorts of shapes, colors and textures and smells. But of course, we will proceed to something more important. Right, gork, gork, roll your gork, goddammit. What? Can you stop giving the bloody microphone goddamn blowjob? Are you talking to me? Yeah, you. Talking right at you. I was, I was sipping soda through my straw. I can see the bloody drool just dripping right off the mic. I'm just taking slurps. Yeah, honey, that is not a black dildo. It's 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 my straw. It's not even waterproof. You're probably causing corrosion as we speak. Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, please save me from these fucking people. Oh no, here we go again, Void. What is it now? What's what's she on about now? She's talking about holy Roman butthole. Okay. My Jesus. Spaghetti monster Alfredo sauce all over your face. He's my savior. He he saved me. And yeah. that's his my name too. You're a holy son too. <laughs> yeah, you're you are bashed in the glory of the almighty jizz void. You have more holy water on over you than anybody... I think I'm going to throw than up. anybody else. I think I'm going to throw up. You keep on saying that, but I don't believe it. Great. Not only do I have to fix the volume levels now, because he peaked the microphone... But now we have to get two microphones because his mother and him decided to get it all wet. I always get it wet. That's supposed to be my job. You guys remember what we're going to do today? Podcast. We're talking about somebody else, right? No shit, Sherlock. Floyd. 
we're doing podcasts. Oh, I wonder why we would have the microphones right in front of our faces. I was being facetious. This is a podcast? Facetious? The truth is, is we're doing a podcast tonight. Oh, you're playing coy with me? So you don't know. I can't remember his name, but I remember talking about him. Yeah, very famous, right? Yes. Yeah, there's an observatory named after him. Does it ring any ring-a-ding bells? I can't remember, but I know we talked about it last time. Started with a K, ended it with an Epler. Kepler. Yeah. Chris Kringle? Oh, Jesus Christ. Chris Kringle. That doesn't even make any sense. That's the guy you blow in the chimney? That was me. Only on Christmas. That's why it's all snowy here. Speaking of which, these little kids around here are being very mean. Calling me Santa Claus. Gandalf the White, they say. That's Mr. Gandalf White to you, you hoodlum. You know who else has a white beard? Who? Chris Kringle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Santa Claus. That bastard. He's my favorite. The best thing about that voice is I don't have to change up my dress coat very much when I come down her chimney sweep. Yeah, she always brings me coal for my my fireplace. Two big fuzzy lumps of coal. It's my. It's it's pretty. It's pretty good. He puts them in your stocking. Yeah, I put my sack in her stocking. In my pink stocking. Why are we even talking about this? This is not even Christmas time. It's like four months down the road. We're preparing. Roy, you guys are funny. We'll just go sit back, Roy, over here. When did you get out of the closet? Knowing your business. Okay. Yeah. I thought... He's been sitting on my lap the whole time, son. He signed five waivers to get probed, Void. Just like you wanted. You signed an agreement. My thumb's been up his rear end the whole time. Oh, gosh. That's why it looks like that. It's all prony and brown. Looks like a dried up prune. It doesn't smell bad, though. Prunes are already dried up, aren't they? (laughs) Yeah. It's dried up even more. What do you think they call drying up things pruning? Who calls it that? Well, when you're sitting in the bathtub and your skin gets all wrinkly, it's called pruning. Yeah, but you're not referring to getting yourself all dried off when you're soaking in the bathtub, boy. They should call it raisining. Yeah. Or apricotting. Speaking of apricotting, the year was 1571. The month was December. It was the 27th day of December. And it was a Thursday. The one called Johannes Kepler was born on the day with the initiation of dopamine rush so many get when they get closer to the weekend. Yes. Yeah. Not only was it on this date, but also on the grounds of the town named Wilderstadt on the state titled Württemberg. Being in the southwestern portion of the country called Germany. Ah. It's said that Johannes Kepler 
was prone to illness as a child, but survived childhood nonetheless. The paternal being of Johannes Kepler was Heinrich, known for as a working as a soldier in the mercenary. The maternal entity's first name was Katharina. Katharina. Katrina? No, Katharina. Who is said to uh, fertilize Johannes' intellectual growth. According to Source 5, Katharina was the daughter of an innkeeper who took her son to a high boogity monster priest to see the great comet of 1577, which was a non-periodic comet, unlike Halley's Comet or what have you. On top of this, it's postulated by many that Katharina caught her son in 1580 at the age of nine watching the lunar eclipse. Void. Yes. Not gatherer. I'm right here. This comet that Kepler saw was said to be so close and so bright that it lit up the sky and all of Europe watched in awe as it passed by. Oh, that sounds cool. And you yeah. guys see the moon tonight? Why, what color was it? The moon? Yes. So well, probably the same still, color it's always been. It's still like a yellowy, pale, rockish, white color. Looks like light shining down from it. You know, it's like one-third the size right now. It's like crescent a little bit. Oh, like a little thumbnail. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Like a crescent. Or like a croissant. Speaking of which, Johannes Kepler was born at 1 p.m. Not during the night time. Okay. I don't don't know if there was a visible moon or not during the day, but who cares? I do. I care about the moon. Yeah. What do you want me to say? It's a pretty good hub for a trading, huh, Void? What? You know, we take the sapiens of the homos, you know, cocaine, and take it up there and distribute it to other aliens. Oh, yes, yes. They have wild time. What aliens are up there? What what ones? The Pleiadians? You know, what happens on the backside of the moon? Oh, stays inside the backside of the moon. Only Pink Floyd knows. Pink Floyd? Yeah. Who is that? He wrote a song about it. The backside of the moon? Yeah. Roy, Void, Void, it's, it's called the dark side of the moon. It's still the same thing. No, really, at the end of the song, Dark Side of the Moon, they play a part where they say there's no real dark side of the moon because the moon gets light all over it. It's just really the back side of the moon. Oh. Just a little bit of knowledge I have. Oh, okay. You being a limey and all. We already discussed this on the last episode. What's that? I don't have a vitamin C deficiency. Oh. Boy, I take, take great offense of that. You sure? No, not really. Just figured that now's a great time to get defensive at everything. She's just a little funny. 
I feel a little anemic right now. It's not much to eat on the ship. We got pizza. Do you want me to cook? You got pizza? Yeah. Oh, no. You want me to cook not, you something? It's not. No. No, I had what you gave me last time. And uh, I haven't eaten in a whole week because of it. Because I was stuck in the closet chipping my balls off because you gave me magic mushrooms. Oh, you're, you're fine. Relax. I can't, you're alive. I can't even focus on the clock right over there. What's it look like? It looks like a clock. Looks like it's dripping. But the clock keeps on moving back and forth and forward and backwards like it's jangling and jangling all around. To and fro? To and fro. Right. Is it flavor flav? It'll just take me a minute. Flavor flav? Yes. I can whip you up some macaroni and cheese. Macaroni and cheese? Yeah, would you like some macaroni and cheese? I'll make it extra cheesy. Is it made from Kraft? No, it's homemade. Homemade? Homemade macaroni oh, and cheese. Oh, last thing I had that was homemade from you. <laughs> Merely had me thinking my head was going to grow the size of the whole closet, fill it up and become and a square. like I said, stop your We're complaining. You're still alive. Complaining? What do you mean? Stop my complaining. Guys do nothing but fuck with me all day. I don't even know if it's daytime yet. You're listening to her right now, goddammit. Oh. Lots of weird noises. She's gonna go right now. She's upset, but she's still gonna cook for you, okay? I don't want nothing from her. Okay, well. She's gonna still make it, and you're gonna eat it. it down your fucking throat. Yeah. How's that? Sounds like a terrible time. Sounds like you're gonna fucking eat what I cook you, right? Sounds like I became a child all over again. Yeah. Sounds terrible. You are our slave on this ship. God damn it. What you want me now? You want me to sit over here in the corner and play noise? Yes. I'll be right back. You're gonna eat it, too. Goddamn cunt. Now, where was I? Keller. Source 5 claims Johannes was the fourth child of his father. While there wasn't the inclusion of the mother being mentioned, so one could assume either the fifth source neglected to mention her assisting in the reproduction of all the children of Heinrich, or... Heinrich, being a soldier perhaps, copulated with multiple females of this species. When Johannes Kepler was only five in either 1576 or 1577, his father left the family with the belief that Heinrich died in the Eighty Years' War. This war lasted longer than some people were alive. Imagine fighting in a war that started before your parents were even born, Void. That would suck. Yeah, you don't have anybody alive since it started to tell you what they really told you about the war. It was between the Protestants and the Catholics, of course. Oh, wow. I believe so. I know a 30-year war it was. I didn't look that one up. Maybe, maybe not. Anywho, not only did Johannes Kepler have his father leave when he was five, 
Source 11 told me that Johannes nearly died of smallpox, which is said to have damaged both his eyesight and his hand-eye coordination he once had. Oh, that would suck. It's a double whammy. His dad left in and he got smallpox. For the listeners, an idea of what Johannes Kepler was going through socially was a situation where religion, which is a common product of the function of the human brain, ruled what ideas were taught in education. There was uh, no publicly known scientific community, as many humans worship today. There was no theory of relativity, no electricity. Isaac Newton won't even be in the historical picture until the third decade of the 17th century CE, born about half a century after Johannes. There was no iPhones, no Android, no general suffrage, no choice to be openly loud in the streets, no boomboxes, radios, or visible camel toes, unless in the bedrooms. Johannes Kepler came all over from a cold, dark blip in the grand unraveling of what is called time. Could you imagine no camel toes? Yeah, it's a highlight of my day. Mine too. Yeah, little fuzzy knuckles. Moose knuckles? No, no, camel knuckles from the toes, you know. Sure. What? I like moose knuckles. What's a moose knuckle? They got knuckles too? Yes. They fuzzy like a camel's? Yes. I wonder what they taste like. Well, you can ask her. Yes. What? Moose knuckle is a uh, male camel toe. You can ask me. What male? Like, talking about like a trans male? No, your jimmies. My jimmies? Yes, your balls. My meninges and ossicles? Yes. Balls? Yes. Anywho, so what is obvious now of Johannes's time much like what now will soon be to humans in the future, is the observation of leaders using belief systems to achieve loyalty through education. Thank those who gobble up and spit back out what they learned in the classrooms in order to reach higher levels for more higher educated people laced with dogmas demanding thoughts in order to perform tasks of keeping the flow of the general populace in the human beehive called society. It's a... It's a pyramid scheme. Are you trying to say that the government controls what the children learn in school from their textbooks? Well, yeah. Are you serious? It's underneath the guise of, uh, you know, regulation to keep people from learning wrong stuff. But throughout history, they learned that what they were taught anyways had some wrong stuff in there. Yeah, every, every day people were... You know, praising to the flag of America when I went. Well, that's good that they don't teach the Bible in school. I'm sure that all of that stuff would be changed, too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they took the word God out of it. I don't know. Void, do you know? I don't know. I don't have kids. And it's been 20 years since I've been in school. They still say the 20. Pledge of Allegiance in school, and they still say under God. 
Well, you leave school when you were 14 or something? No, it's been... You might want some energy drink, boys. I have coffee. 16 years? It's either 14. 14 years? No, it's 15, 15. You sure? Yes. Absolutely. Well, uh, school where you did the Pledge of Allegiance, college you didn't do it. Thank goodness gracious. Anyways. I forgot you went to college. I must have been on a lot of drugs then. Yes. So, when it comes to where Johannes was educated, the narrative puts him in Swabia, which is in the southern portion of the state known as Württemberg. In chronological order, the schools where he went to were Leonberg in 1576, Adelberg in 1584, and then Malbron. Malbron in 1586. Source 5 indicated these institutions were for grammar education. Following these three locations of education, indoctrination, Kepler went to the University of Tübingen. Tübingen and it went down. Tübingen, which is located centrally of Wurttemberg. Source 5 claimed the year was 1589 when he went to the University of Tübingenburg. I didn't see a year for this in my other sources, but then again, I didn't read so thoroughly in some of them. So there might be a contradiction or not. Do you know how to read? What do you think I got the screen in front of me for, hon? I thought you were looking at symbols or something. Yeah. Writing is the composition of symbols. As a matter of fact, you guys, the university is still around today. Source 4 is the website of this university. And it also touts about its historical significance credited to people such as Johannes Kepler. I thought we were talking about Chris Kringle. No, Kepler. I said his name like ten times. Sorry, I was making macaroni and cheese. Man, I heard you in there. said he was hungry. You don't need your vibrator making macaroni and cheese. What are you trying to say? You were in there with your vibrator. Making macaroni noises. Yeah. All you're missing was his hot dog. I can make macaroni and cheese and have orgasms at the same time. Just because I'm using my vibrator doesn't mean I'm not in there grating cheese and, and mixing the, the heavy cream and all that with the butter and the seasoning and the macaroni. <laughs> you know, the swishy, the swishy sound? Yeah. I didn't know you were going to be grating cheese and playing with heavy cream when you were vibrating yourself. How do you think she gains up the friction to uh, grate the cheese? I was going to say where you think I got the heavy cream. By milking herself. Around the age of 20 in 1591, Johannes is conveyed to have been the Magister Artium. Magister Artium. Which is Latin for Master of Arts, roughly. When I came across this, I thought, what rhymes with art? Art? Mm. 
exactly what you read on my mind. So I looked up the word fart in Latin. Shark. Which is flatus. Now, what I want to accomplish, once this tribe reaches 100 members, we're only at 14 now, once we reach 100 and have a buzzing tribe, one will become a lucky tribe member who would be called the Magister Flatus, the Master of Farts. This will be one title. I'd like to have ten honorary titles for the tribe. Just as frivolous as the Master of Farts. To show that our society is in its prime, just before they fall, when people start bickering at each other at a constant rate. After becoming Magister Artyom at the University of Tübingen, where he proved his competency of what was viewed as science along with languages, who achieved his goals on the notion that he would wind up becoming a pastor in order to spread Martin Luther's gospel. So Kepler used his mind for theological purposes until another human named Michael Meslin introduced himself. The world of astronomy, too. Unlike astrology, astronomy focused basically on the structure and the language used, which was math, to prove the function of the solar system. At that time, the main motto spoken about hot on the seat was Copernicus's motto, which was considered heresy by the Catholic Church because their sun became the center of their solar system. When they demanded it was Earth. Yes. Yes. And a lot of times, when uh, someone finds out or comes to a hard work regarding any kind of knowledge or dispute, once one achievement is made, there seems to be a lot of laziness that goes into the rest because they're focused on that one achievement. What Kepler would focus on was more about the way the planets moved, along with the satellites and the stars, of course. In the year of 1594, in either March or April, around the age of 23, Johannes was requested to teach mathematics in what was called the Graz, in what is now called Styria, Austria, as a successor to a human named George Stadius. The score was that which focused on the Protestant dogma, which to me has my correlation sensation thinking about how this region preferred being able to get a divorce, which would explain why the Catholic Church had a beef with that sect of Christianity, and also why there might be different evolution of thought behind the function of the heavens. From 1594 to 1600, Johannes Kepler composed multiple calendars. I assume because he saw the flaw in humanity's feeble inventions attempting to make some sense of how this planet goes around and around and around a flaming furnace called the sun. Which is a star. Yes. The sun is a star? Yes. Yes. You know that? No, I should not know that. Oh. The school system really failed me. They didn't even want me to know that the sun was a star. 
Oh, there you go, blaming it on the school system. Well, it sure wasn't my brain. You're not gonna say anything, Tom? Just sitting over there, face getting all purple, trying to not open up your mouth. I think he's choking. Is he choking you? on your pubes, Mom? Yeah, what'd you put inside of the macaroni and cheese? I just put my cream from my pie in there. It must have curdled. Possibly. I don't know. There's something fishy going on with him. Fishy? Yeah, fishy. Like salmon? No tuna. Mm, you know what else was fishy? In the 1595, Johannes Kepler was introduced to a female sapien of the homo named Barbara Miller, who was no stranger to the act of coitus. No, 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 no. She was a mother of one, twice widowed, and of the age 23. Jesus, that's a little rough. Well, I don't know if she liked it rough. Maybe. Well, she was twice widowed, so she must like it real rough. Yeah, well, maybe they liked it rough. Did her die from the war? Probably. No. Yeah, I bet so. She what do you mean, no? She fucked them to death. Yeah, then she shot them and said, oh, no, you got shot. Oh, no. She died from the war. It must have been those damn bloody Catholics. Anywho. On the 19th of July in 1595, it is said from the Tube of You video that Kepler claimed he had an epiphany, which would explain his new book he published in 1596. What was that? Mysterium Cosmographicum. Kepler's noted for believing God himself showed him the great plan and geometric formation of the universe, even though it's thought that only six planets were publicly known at the time. Who would have think God would have said, hey, there's a few more. The concept of a gas giant wouldn't be a plan to them. A Jupiter and Saturn. They had a Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn. That's what I thought. Which includes your body there. Venus to penis. What? I also like Uranus. Well, like every composition made by a person in their early years of their third decade, Corrections were made along with more observations. So there was a second edition of Mysterium Cosmographicum in 1621. Prior to 1621, however, on the 27th of April, in 1597, Johannes Kepler had tied the knot with Barbara Miller. They reproduced twice with two children who died in infancy. Oh, that's terrible. That's okay. After the two children died, they had three more. One daughter and two sons. Okay. The daughter's name was named Susanna, while the two sons were named Frederick and Ludwig. Even though Barbara kept Johannes busy in bed, Johannes also kept himself busy working on four more compositions dealing with the universe, including not only the sun and planets, but distant suns called stars. The emotion of these heavenly bodies along with their makeup and impacts on life here on Earth. 
Also, the concept of how much power they had was probably beyond the scope of their realization. Ah, during this time, astronomy was attached to astrology still. Oh no, poor them. I kind of wish it was more so now. What do you say that? Well, if they to focus more on the impacts of the moon and its impacts on the planet and education, people wouldn't be so ignorant of the fact that the phase of the moon impacts all life here on this planet and all water. The tide shows the ocean and a good time to plant your vegetables. It's funny, I saw a uh, funny comment about the moon. Yeah? They didn't believe that the moon was reflecting the sun's rays back at us because they thought the moon wasn't reflective. They thought it made its own, uh, made its own light. Oh. I think that person needs to go back to school, too. We should probably go to school together. Yeah. Go back to elementary school. Yeah, that's a good idea. Like many of our previous humans of interest, Johannes Kepler was no recluse. He had communications with humans such as the one named Tycho Brahe, who had pointed out inaccuracies in Johannes' thoughts regarding the universe based on so-called inaccurate depictions that were residual from Copernicus' production. Mm, Copernicus is a classic. You talking about the game? What the what? What? Gotcha. Thanks, so. I was kind of confused. Well, well, you can come out the closet like Tom did. No, no, no. When you said Copernicus. Oh, yeah, he made a model of the solar system where the sun was. He said there rather than the earth. Uh, At least from some sources. I got some conflicting things from some sources. I think when people make dioramas of the solar system, they reference him. Even though one might assume the two would have merely spoken at each other, Kepler and Brahe, without communicating directly to each other, like many sapiens of the homo today, Johannes Kepler and Tycho Brahe corresponded with each other directly, although they were using letters tossed around Sending other people to go deliver their message to each other. A social chiasm that gave a definition to itself before Kepler's birth began. Enlarged during their time. Religious tensions between the Protestants and Catholics is believed to be the primary driver for this situation. Grants which kept Kepler employed and paid may have been impacted by such. This is important to some humans because during this time there was an ape man named Rudolf II who was a but holy Roman emperor and ruled over the place called Prague which was part of Bohemia now called the Czech Republic where art and science flourished. Tycho Brahe was invited to Prague by another human named Tedious Hijack who was a physician and an astronomer in the summer of 1599. Just 35 kilometers outside of Prague was an observatory called the Uranborg Observatory. Yes, that's right, Void. The Uranborg Observatory. 
It just rolls off the tongue. Right? Hey, do you ever wonder if something is of, like, the Saxon descent? If it has Borg at the end of it, or Borg at the end of it, it's probably German, or Austrian, or Prague, or Bohemian. Does, does Rudolph have a red nose? Only when he's drunk. Not anymore, he's dead. I knew this was a Christmas story. So this observatory was at an island called Fem. H-V-E-N. They are said to have been a house once abandoned where disputes of the Holy Roman Butthole Empire Monkey Man collaborated. That's a mouthful. Yes, it was. Was that your voider? Was your mouth? What? You yeah. have your mouthful voice? Well, I'm just so no. used to Void saying that's a mouthful, I just thought that was Void. Yes. Well, you know, I am his mother, so he does take after me a little bit. Look at him. He looks so cute right over there. That's adorable. He looks like a little bear. Oh, he has to play with those nipples. Uh-oh. I was only humoring you. Humoring me, uh-huh. Sure, son. You okay there, Tom? You kind of look woozy. What did you do to his food, woman? He, he's okay. He, he just, he just needs a little bit of rest. She made it with extra love and care. Extra well, don't get her love then. It apparently is toxic. That guy looks like he's going to die right now. Actually, after, you know, when we're done here, I'm going to... Spend a little bit of time taking care of him, okay, sweetie? Anyway, Boyd. Yes? You want to guess what happened on February 3rd or 4th? Depending no. on the source. Either 5 or 6. No, what happened? Kepler met Tycho for the first time. Where they began to work together. Oh. Kepler was desired for his math skills. Unfortunately, this, uh, they disagreed so much that there was a... Little to be obtained from this relationship. Source 5 indicated the disputes were over money arrangement for how Kepler would get paid by Tycho. So Kepler left. Wise decision. Once back in grass, Kepler had worked some sort of arrangement out though with Tycho. But at the same time, there were social tensions so much in grass he had to keep still. So Kepler didn't return directly back to Tycho Brahe. But, meanwhile, in the autumn of 1600, Source 6 conveyed that 40 kilometers north of Prague, on the Jizara River, that's right, boy, Jizara River. Jizara. <laughs> yeah, there was a castle called the Benatki Castle. I went up snow in the river of Jiz. That's just the too disgusting. I think that's what she's saving up for, Void. Sounds so glorious. That's why she's gathering all that nut. Oh, oh. I wonder whose baby I'll have. If hopefully, I could have uh, a baby. Hopefully, Gorky poos. Well, I don't have a uterus, so. Yeah, we took it out. Remember, Void? Why? We, Is that what you put in the macaroni? Well, we didn't want to have to. We didn't want any residual effects from her pregnancy with you. Oh, I, I was a big baby. No. We're, 
you know, didn't want the nanobots to uh, impact any future life forms that were not directly made by us. Oh. Tycho made observations at this new observatory, the castle of Benatki. Once there was a demand for Kepler to convert to Catholicism, Kepler refused, being banished from Graz. So Kepler did the nice thing and took his family back to Prague. Up until October 24th in 1601, Johannes Kepler was supported by Tycho's monetary wealth. This is because Tycho Brahe died on this date. October 24th, 1601 was a Wednesday, hump day. Tycho died and was humped to death on this day. How old was he? Young. His death was noted for being unexpected, and some had actually supposed that it was poison. Oh, that sucks. Da, da, da. Perhaps a virus killed him. Perhaps it was rotten food. Or poison. Source 8, which was Forbes, indicated that it was long thought that Tycho was actually poisoned. I mean, perhaps Kepler poisoned Tycho. There was a motive there. Because, huh, Kepler had lots to gain from Tycho's death. He became a successor to him. Yes. But, in the article from Forbes that I read, Source 8, it's believed that after they dug up the skeleton of Tycho, that he had obesity, diabetes, and he liked to drink a lot. Oh, that's quite a bad combo. So, I beg the listener, though, that even though they have all three of these things, uh huh, you can still poison someone who may, may be fat, diabetic, and drink a lot. Yes. Especially if one is consuming copious quantities of alcoholic libations. You think he had both of his feet? Yes, the skeleton did appear to show both his feet. Merlot is pretty good at covering the taste of arsenic. Oh. Following Tycho Brahe's death, Johannes Kepler replaced Tycho, like I said, as the imperial mathematician. And was put to work to complete Brahe's unfinished business. Not only this, astrological advice was given to the rest of the court members as well, from Kepler. Even though Rudolfo II was a Roman helmet emperor, and Kepler was kicked out of Graz for not converting to Catholicism, he was allowed to be part of the court and allowed to keep his Lutheran faith with immunity from being forced to convert. Not only was Kepler allowed to keep his lifestyle, he was also afforded the ability to utilize a large number of other humans in the scholarly community Increasing the rate of progress Kepler had made. Void, you're snoring. What? You can hear it on the microphone. Really? Yeah. What do you need? We got it. I'm good. Anything at all? No. We got it. She's already been up for a few days, so... Oh, uh, no. You okay there, time? I think he you just sounds like a turkey. I'll be right back. I'm going to go shit on his face. Oh, God. Here we go. Settle down. 
If you don't fight it, it will end faster. Don't mind the smell. I told you that was a macaroni and cheese she made. She dosed him up. He didn't cause me bad. Look at her. Great, we were just getting along with him too. Tom. He's alive. Yeah, right. I, I... Look at his face look like a goddamn waffle. You put your blue waffle all over him. He's fine. I don't think that's what a blue waffle is. Yeah, right. He did throw up a couple times. Got the Kraft macaroni treat, macaroni and cheese. I got the blues, he blues did, waffles. He did get the Kraft macaroni and treat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, you do know. So, the rapid progress that the Johannes Kepler had made allowed him to take a breather and focus on optics exclusively for a whole year. And the year was 1603. By 1604, Kepler presented his work in a book titled Astronomiae Parsoptica oh. to Rudolf II. There's your man, babe. Does he have a red nose? Rudolf the Red Nose, but Holy Emperor had a really shiny I, nose. I knew this was a story about Chris Probably banging all the nuns back then. Now there's a Rudolph. He's ripping off their pantyhose. Rudolph the Second. Where's John? Rudolf the Second. Red Nose, but Bishop, Holy Emperor. Johnner. He would bang the nuns with and glee. Stupid. Rudolph, the red nose, but holy emperor, he would even give him his pee. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Kepler came to say, Rudolph, with your dick so bright, I give you my book on optics tonight. At this point, many may make the claim that Johannes Kepler was the first to prove that images... Came into the... What? I'm what you gibbering about, woman? I'm trying to figure out all the reindeer's names. There's like... There's penis, Donner there's and Blixen and... There's cock. Connor and... McGregor. And Crumpy and... Chunky. Smarty Pants. And Titty. Yeah, Kitty is definitely one of them. Yeah, he was plump. He yeah. was around the reindeer. He had no legs because he had diabetes, just like Tycho. He had to cut them off. You know, I was thinking that if they cut off his feet, he might be alive still. Never know. He died suddenly. Don't think it was from the diabetes. Strange. Oh, yeah, he died suddenly. He probably died from a heart attack so, after he got poisoned. Yeah, someone probably... Slipped him something. Yeah, Kepler. And it wasn't a good time. That sucks. It was, it was for Kepler. Tom had a good time, that's for sure. Yeah, he totally did when he was begging you to stop while muffled. Like you're waterboarding him with your kugel you have down there. Yeah. More like pussy boarding. All that squirting. 
And he was moving around like a cat being put inside a bath. Anyways, many will make the claim that Johannes Kepler, in his optics book, was the first to prove that images came into the eye through the lens inverted. Not just through observation, by using the inversion of light coming into a dark box through a tiny hole, and observing the picture on the opposite side of where the hole was, but through math and his work on optics, of course, the bending of light through glass lenses. It's also said that his book on optics are still methods that they're using today in optics. Not only was the work on optics being presented, but a supernova was observed in 1604 as well. I wonder how many people went blind. Probably not too many, boy. It was far away. It wasn't like the sun, you know, blew up. Oh. It's okay. They had optics. <clears throat> so they went blind. So Kepler. Oh, oh, oh you funny. Burning the retina is different than having fucked up lenses. Uh-huh. Something else I didn't learn in school. Those bastards. So, Kepler published his observation of the supernova in 1609. Along with the supernova, there were two laws of planetary motion that were inside this book, too, which are still used today. Even though source 2 indicated that they weren't referred to as laws by Kepler himself. And the number of rules of the universe with physics didn't really start until Newton came around. Ah. Apple man. Yes. The work published with the supernova was called Astronomy Nova. Following this, Kepler began to finish his work on what was called the Rodolphian Tables which is why Kepler was there in the first place. To take Tycho's job after he suddenly died. Once 1610 came around, contact was made between Galileo Galilei in order to discuss four additional satellites orbiting Jupiter. Galileo is indicated as desiring confirmation of his observations. These observations were made by a newer invention void. It's called a telescope. Ah. Yeah, you know the thing you used to look at the old lady across the street? Yes. My groundskeeper makes them. And does she know what you're using them for? No, he just looks at stars. Sure. Yeah, he probably looks at stars after he sees teddies. There's no neighbors even close you can even see. He's staring at your neighbor's kicks across your street, too. You guys having a circle jerk over there? Bet his blood pressure is going so high from looking at those titties he's seeing stars. Circle jerks without me, that's so unfair. Yeah, soggy French toast. Yuck. Wee oui, wee, oui. ha ha ha. Soggy French toast from what? From the syrup? That sounds delicious. If you recall from Jean Batista's episode that we covered, you know, this was a newer invention that was not credited to Gian Battista de la Porta, as some people would like to believe. It's noted that Kepler had great enthusiasm for both the observations and the future of astronomy due to the telescope. 
1611, Kepler was busy once again. Ho, ho, ho. He had made a conjecture on the most efficient way to pack spheres, which was thought to be an extension from his observation made on the symmetry of snowflakes. Another significant moment in 1611 is that Rudolf II was becoming ill enough to be forced to abdicate the throne to his younger brother, Matthias. Okay. Unlike Rudolf, Matthias is said to have not valued Johannes Kepler's work enough to keep him while Matthias was on the throne, which would make the end of Johannes Kepler's being part of the court apparently directly in the view wow. of Kepler. So he prepared for the imminent destruction of his court appearances. Not only was Kepler forced to face that fact of his career days ending in Prague in 1611, Barbara, his wife, became ill with what is called the Hungarian spotted fever. Oh, that's just terrible. Along with his three children who contracted smallpox. Oh, Jesus Christ. The first death, death, damn it, Void, stop snoring. Sorry. God damn it. I wish it was Tom that was snoring. He's not even making a move. Sorry. Some twitch earlier. Fell asleep. Yeah, we're going to call it that. Or passion. Coma, sleep, same thing, right? I don't know. Yeah, we're going to have to resuscitate him, Void. Okay. Well, it's a good thing. No, Void. You don't want him to breathe in your methane. What'd you say, babe? I said it's a good thing we have that machine that restarts everything. Yeah, it's true. The first death in Kepler's intimate life was his six-year-old son. Oh, that's just terrible. Frederick. Source 10 indicated the son to have been his favorite, along with Johannes' wife. Poor ape-man Johannes Kepler. It has been said that Kepler had the opportunity to become the successor, though, of Galileo Galilei, as the professor of mathematics at the University of Padua. But Kepler turned down the invitation, for he wanted to stay in Germany. Looking elsewhere for employment, Kepler dedicated his movement to Linz to be a teacher while keeping up with his mathematics. The death of Frederick and Barbara delayed the move to Linz, though. Once Rudolf II died in 1612, and the fall reign was given to Matthias, the unexpected had happened. Ho, ho, ho. What's that? Johannes was reaffirmed as part of the royal court. So the thought that uh, Kepler would not be a part of the court was just him worrying too much. Why did they keep killing the reindeer? It was because of sickness. Or was it, boy? Da, da, da. First Tycho, now Rudolph II. It's random who gets the poison because it's just whatever if it was poison. I don't think that one was poison. Maybe, maybe Matthias did it. What'd you say, hon? Was it poor what? Poor Rudolph the reindeer. Yeah. Maybe he was eating berries in the forest. Do you think they made him wear a Pope hat over his antlers? Probably when he was pulling the sleigh, he wanted a snack. And then she died. Even though Johannes was reappointed, Kepler still moved. He was allowed to still move. He 
its poor red nose. While in Linz, Kepler decided to write some systematic and formal work on the year Bajibus Christmas was born, titled De Vero Anno, and another work regarding how to measure volumes in containers, both of which are noted for being similar in structure, which makes sense because they were written in the same year. I knew this was a Christmas story. It sounds a lot like it now. The Bajibus book is claimed to have been published in 1613, while the Volumes book was published in 1615. One of the benefits of being Protestant was that Johannes was able to remarry, and remarry he did, to a 24-year-old woman named Susanna Utinger. Utinger. That's what it looks like. R-E-U-T-T-I-N-G-R. Rottinger? Maybe ah. Rottinger. <laughs> yeah, Barbara was Rottinger in the ground. Rottinger. Johannes had intercourse at least six times with this woman, unless if she was unfaithful. The first three children of their marriage had died during childhood, though. Oh, that sucks. But the fourth, <laughs> fifth, and sixth child children were the lucky charms. What's up with all these children dying? It was rough times back then. I guess so. Yeah, they let nature weed out the weak ones. Yeah, sounds like it. Or maybe the parents were shitty because they were young. Yeah, Johannes survived smallpox. And two of his children from his first marriage survived too. That's pretty good numbers, considering smallpox is a pretty dangerous disease. Anyway, the three offspring's names were Cordula, Fridemar, and Heldenbert. What beautiful names. I was just going to comment on that. They have lovely, lovely names. I'm waiting for Gorkbert to appear. What? Gorkbert. Sounds like a good, strong German name. Gorkbert or Gorkborg. Gorkburger. Oh, Gorkburger. I could use a burger. That sounds delicious. Hey, there's some macaroni and cheese you want in the kitchen. Yeah, sure. No, 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 it's been tainted. You want some of my homemade mac and cheese? Yeah, don't worry. You, know how you have I blue waffle for dessert, Boyd. Oh, do not look that up. It is disgusting. What did you say? Look it up, listeners. No, don't. It's disgusting. You're going to want extra maple syrup on it. No, they don't. Anywho, the time between 1615 and 1621 proved to be fruitful for Kepler, where a three-volume work was published, with the name given to this composition as Epitome Astronomiae Capricornicae. Wait, Capernicae. No, Capernicane. Capernicacan, baby. That sounds right. Which in English would be Epitome of Capricorn. How enlightening. Capernican. Copernican? Astronomy. Astronomy. Said to be, which is said to hold all three laws credited to Kepler of planetary motion. Mm -hmm. The first two laws were extended from the last book he published with a minute in order to include functions and in how they work for all the planets. The moon and the Jupiter satellites discovered by Galileo Galilei. Or at least believed to be 
This epitome astronomical Copernicabada is said to have been Kepler's most influential work yet. Back to astrology, Kepler had predicted political events, planetary positions, and weather by means of his astronomical calendars he had made. These calendars are said to have been beneficial to offset the cost of all the other works from Kepler. With their popularity, they sold like blue waffle pancakes. Hotcakes. Blue waffle hotcakes. Did uh, you bringing up that word makes me nauseous? It's two words, Void. All I can think of is Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia, Blue Waffle Let Me Go. It's Winda Let Me Go. No, 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 no. Figaroa, Figaroa. Camel Toa, Blue Waffle, oh, ho, ho. Like many predictions of the future, they were ambiguous enough to be hated by people. People hate change. Yeah, when you go to the store, there are predictions. There are predictions of the politics and weather for it. They were hated so much by the people. His last, the last of his publications, was burnt in a good old-fashioned public burning. Oh wow! This time would have proved to be difficult since his mother, Katharina, was accused of witchery too. Oh, that would be stressful. Yeah, but with enough effort and thought, Kepler had invented a good enough defense for her. So, following a 14-month stint in prison, Kepler's mother was released in October of 1621. Just enough time for her to celebrate Halloween. That's awesome. So she can fly around on a broomstick. Yeah. And it's just about two months away from Christmas. Where the real story happens. Yeah, whatever you say, honey buns. Snookum. Blue waffle buns. Nom, 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 nom. Ugh. The Rudolphine tables Kepler worked on were finally completed by the year of 1623, but he was unable to publish them until 1627 in a place called Ulm, which is a city in Württemberg state of Germany. The expense of the publications went straight to Kepler. The reason for publication on Ulm in 1627 is due to the seas of Linz. Source 7 communicated that the seas of Linz was called the Peasants' War of 1626, in which the peasants sought to control this part of Upper Austria during the Thirty Years' War. This is related to have been sparked from the exploitation of peasants during the Thirty Years' War, which is a common theme throughout history. Peasants getting exploited by governments and riots occur. All you have to do is find a situation where people are being treated lesser than, canonize the situation in publications, and uh, watch the dried kindling go ablaze. The dryness is required, though when the bare comforts afforded to the modern acceptable living standards of the time are not met for the poor folk. The bodies of recently chopped down moments of struggle add up to a big pile that becomes dry. Do you, know what I, you know what I learned recently? What's that? You that, had to fart. That back then in the day, 
like those times that they thought it was like unsanitary to take baths. That's just silly. While you're bathing in your filth. Well, if they went in the river. That's what I'm thinking, the river. Yeah, where everybody dumped their feces. Cleaner than not taking a shower. Really? Actually, the crazy thing is that back in the day, they thought uh, it was a myth that peasants were really, really dirty. Yeah, it was actually the royalty that was disgusting. They Mm. lived in shit-filled castles. With type 2 diabetes. Yes. And alcoholism. And their feet cut off. And died because Kepler poisoned them all. Lice and gnats and flies and maggots. Sounds yummy. And shit piles. Oh, my. No bats, drunks, pissing on themselves. That's funny. I saw a meme about the Russian bathhouse where it showed the whole squares. And it showed a bunch of pictures of people just looking at each other like this. Because it was a public bathroom with no stall. And so you could maybe get like a wood thing divider between two people. But it, was just a, it looked like an actual bathhouse, but there were toilets. Wait, how were they looking at each other? Like well, across the room. Oh, staring at each other? Yeah. While shitting? Yeah. I could do that. You think they had shit-offs? They probably were playing 1812 before 1812 was popular, huh? Playing bombardier. Blue waffle. I don't think I could take a shit across from somebody. I could take a shit also, while staring straight right into your eyes, too, baby. Because it was like a whole, like a, like a Turkish bathhouse style thing. That's like, weird. That's how you know you love someone. The funny thing is, there was men and women's. They're like, yeah. Well, you, so. You want to watch me take a shit, babe? You ever heard about the YMCA void? Yeah. Oh, just avoiding the question. What, honey, bumpskins? You want to watch but... me take a shit? Yeah. That's how you know your relationship's good, baby. Well, no, the crazy thing is they actually had bigger clothes they could put over them while they're going to gain some privacy. We must have a very healthy relationship then. <laughs> yeah. I watched you suffocate Tom Nine right in front of us with your blue waffle cream surprise. Yes, you Ugh. did. What the fuck is this blue waffle? Don't look it up. It's disgusting. <laughs> I, I, I you should look it up for the listeners to hear no, your reaction. No, no, no. It is terrible. Seriously. It'll really turn you on, babe. It's disgusting. No, seriously. Am I going to puke? It's that bad. Depends on how strong. No, you won't puke. I've seen you handle worse. Are you sure? You could handle that trash can. Okay, let's see what this blue waffle is. You think Google has taken it off itself now? I mean, I'm sure it's probably at UrbanDictionary.com. Lumpa, blue waffle for you. I mean, that's like an oldie, Jesus Christ. A wrinkly, nasty, pus-filled goo. 
Oompa Loompa blew waffle on me. Look at this a picture. It's very disgusting. I've never actually seen a picture of it. I've just Why you you're saying you're gagging and shit? I will know what it is. Jesus Christ. Look at her face. It's such yum yum. Wait, that doesn't look like the one I looked at. Go to Urban Dictionary. It just looks like their meat curtains are blue. That's not what I remember what it is. This one? Yes. Oh, Jesus Christ. Now voice in it, though. Like the bearskin blue waffle rug. <gasps> what the fuck? How'd you get that? Blueberries in your vagina for a month. Blue waffle disease? <laughs> How the fuck you get that? It says it's a sexually transmitted disease. What the fuck? Well, how do you get that disease? Wicked whores. Five horrible. BG. <laughs> I can't look away. Okay, guys. Let's read about this. Or I'll read about it. I'll tell you guys in a minute. Okay, let me continue. I'm almost done. Okay. What comes as no surprise is that the might from a well-funded army proved more powerful than the emaciated masses going through these sort of struggles I might have alluded to in ambiguity. The following years included frequent traveling for Kepler's family to Prague, Linz, and Ulm. What seemed to be an end to traveling led to Johannes Kepler winding up in Regenburg, which is in the southeast portion of Germany. By this time, Johannes Kepler fell ill, dying at the age of 58 on a Saturday. The date was November 16, 1630. Dying of a fever from who knows what, according to Source 5. Source number 9 relayed, Kepler died on his way back from a place called Sagan, following him collecting a debt, which, with a cynical perspective, which I know I have, one would have assumed that uh, someone who might have uh, been demanded to pay a debt might be a fishy, you'll know. Perhaps the fever was due to a toxin presented in items that he consumed. That would be the end of Kepler. Oh. We already covered what he helped out with. Okay. With optics. Okay. Yes. Guys, so, hon, tell me about your blue waffle experience. I listened to this. I said blue waffles disease is at times regarded as a sexually transmitted disease. Information posted on the internet claim that the disease affects both men and women, but is commonly associated with women. There is a lack of knowledge regarding the disease, and people are just beating about the bush to try to learn all about blue waffle disease. 
Um, apparently, Blue Waffle Disease pictures started appearing on the internet around 2007, and you can actually see them at documentary reality website dating back as early as January 2010. So, Blue Waffle causes and symptoms. Um, people are said to suffer from Blue Waffle Disease, so symptoms such as Change of the color of vagina to blue. That's fucking weird. The patients may have red patches and fluid discharge. The vagina may release a foul smell. And it may have burning sensation and itching. Sounds hot. You think it's from the donkey shows? No, it's also swollen sometimes. It said the color of the vagina may turn greenish-blue, and the causes of blue waffles diseases is to believe to be donkey shows. No. Uh, it says unprotected sex. With someone with blue waffles. Yeah. Poor hygiene. Weak-end immunity. Use of sexual objects like toys. We better get rid of all my anal beads and my double dildos. No! Well, I'm scared. This is frightening. Wearing of tight undergarments. Even stress and unhealthy diet. This is so scary. And it's thought to be caused by bacteria that invade the sexual organs. Uh, okay. No more. Nope. Nope. I'm you done. Don't, you don't think it might be the yeast that makes sourdough bread? It's absolutely disgusting. I mean, I don't know how somebody could let their genitals get that far gone. Uh, it's It's not hard to know when things aren't going right in that area. So, I, I don't know. Very well, confusing to me. After all that, I'd like to thank all the listeners. If you want to be a part of the tribe and be the 15th member. I'll give you a blue waffle. No. Do not take our blue waffle. Yes, take my blue waffle, please. My blue waffle is so plump and blue and bumpy. Lots of hair, too. Don't be giving away your blue waffle for free. But I give away a t-shirt for free if you become a tribe member. And only tribe members will get it. It glows in the dark. It's a negative of our image. It's really cool. Yes. It is. Very cool. Indeed. The next song is going to be from Groove Song 1, 2, 3. The song is going to be Tubby's Revenge. Tubby's Revenge? Yep. I forgot to mention the name of the other two songs. The last two episodes published. Sorry about that, Hunter. Okay. They're really good jams, though. Yes. So... 
What do we do for it? We leave in peace. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. Blue waffle.